Oh, yes, he will. He will fix it after a while. Let me tell y'all, you know how back in the day people used to have those wooden floors in the church and uh, you would hear that little bumping sound all the time when they were saying, well, let me tell you, Pastor I and I had the bumping sound right here in this house. So we got wood floors and so we were just going right to it, you know, and it just had the right beat and the right singing and everything. So we thank God for that this morning. It's always good to go back. You know, nothing wrong with the new stuff, not a thing. But it's also good to go back to where we came from, what we what we learned in coming up and what carried us through, uh, particularly our African-American folk who, who have been through great struggle and needed uh, some way to have something that will carry them through uh, these hard times that we've had to live with. So we thank God for that. God, we do bless your name now in the name of Jesus for the word that you have given to us, that is, we are uh, given the opportunity and the privilege to stand at your sacred desk and provide a word that we hope does some good for your people. God, we have done our homework. We have stood on this particular subject for the last three Sundays. And God, you have explained and you have shown to your people what it means uh, to, to, to have your back against the wall and what you should do, what we should do uh, to, to make sure that when we're standing against the wall, that we're not just standing blowing hot air, that we're working and we're focusing our eyes on you and that we're moving toward what you would have us to do. And so God, this story, we bless your name for giving it to us for pulling it out of us, the things that you would have us to give to your people. Now may the words of our mouth and the meditations of our hearts be acceptable in thy sight. Oh Lord, you are our redeemer. And we say amen, amen. What do you do when your back is against the wall? Part number three. People of God, let me tell you something. Since we've been at this subject for the last three weeks, uh, we want to know what do you do when your back is against the wall? So so uh, right now, I need to ask a few questions because you have heard us talk to you about when your back is against the wall, when you're in a position that you don't know what to do and that you you're, you're, you don't have the finances, you you have affliction. You have something that is negative against you. Your back is against the wall, and you don't really know what to do. What do you do? What do you do when, when your back is against the wall? I want to know, where is your focus? In other words, where is your focus when you are in the midst of a great problem? Is your focus on the problem itself? Or is the focus uh, not on the problem necessarily, but on you yourself? Uh, maybe some of you are, are focusing somewhere else, and we don't know when you're really focusing. But, but we need to ask those kinds of questions because we know where the focus ought to be. You see, Jehoshaphat focused his problem on the Lord. We told you that from 
way back in the scripture, he focused his problem on the Lord. He said he let his eyes would be focused on him. He made sure that his people were focused on God. And so, so let me tell you something. No matter where you find yourself in life, no matter where you find yourself in life, no matter where you find yourself in life, no matter where you find yourself in whatever condition you find yourself in, and no matter how much your back is against the wall, We've got to keep focus on the God above. For he alone, he is the only one who can really resolve our problem. I hope I got some witnesses out there right now. I hope that you're saying to yourself, I got to keep my eyes focused on God. I hope you're saying, Lord, I need you in the worst way sometimes. And so when I do, I'm going to focus my attention I'm going to focus my eyes. I'm going to focus everything I have on you. And so as we look at the scriptures in the text this morning, uh, and, and, and the ones that we have had over the past couple weeks or so, I can see where my favorite hymn may have originated in the mind of the songwriter. You see, my hymn, my hymn, my hymn is holy, holy, holy. And it parallels what Jehoshaphat did when his back was against the wall. In fact, my hymn has a part in it that says, just like in the scriptures, early in the morning, it, it says, our song shall rise to thee. Verses 19 through 21 of 2 Chronicles 20 says that the people of Judah, after focusing their eyes, on God and giving their problems to him. They set up high and loud praise. Somebody say when the praises go up, the blessings come down. Somebody ought to be giving God glory right now because they're able to praise him in the beauty of holiness. Somebody ought to be able to stand and give God glory for all the things he's done after you have praised him. Sometimes we just got to let the world know who we serve. We got to let the world know that we praise like no other. We praise, we give our glory and our praise to God Almighty. I, yeah, let me tell you, I also believe that the song came partly out of the out of our story today about King Jehoshaphat because after focusing on the problem, he focused his attention. He focused his attention on God. Now, I know I've said that before, but I want you to get the point. We're focusing on God, not on us. We're focusing on God. And we're focusing on what, only what God can do when our backs are against the wall. But not only that, the Bible says that they rose early in the morning and they went out into the wilderness of Jacoa or the wilderness of blessing and declared their faith in God. And then they Praise God in the beauty of holiness. I hope somebody is understanding what is going on. You've got to praise God when you get in a rough spot. You've got to declare your faith and your trust in God when you are in in a, a backed up against the wall situation. Holy, 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 Lord God Almighty. Oh, heaven and earth is full of your glory. 
Holy, holy, holy God, God Almighty is nearly the same as the words uttered in verse 21 where it says in the New King James, praise the Lord for his mercy endures forever. Oh, I, I just, you know, I'm beside myself this morning because my back has been against the wall many times. And, and, and I know there are more times to come. But I can tell you that I can still holler out that I'm going to praise the Lord because his mercy endure forever. I know I'm going to still say holy, 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 Lord God Almighty, no matter what the devil might come out to say against me, no matter what the devil might try to do to hold me against the wall. I don't care what he says because I got Jesus, and that's enough. And so because I got Jesus, I got God the Father, I got the Holy Spirit, I can just say, holy, 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 Lord God Almighty, heaven and earth is full of good. But, but let me back up just a minute, Pastor, I got to back up just a little okay. to verse number 20. Because mm -hmm. again, in the King James, uh, King New King James Version, it helps us to examine how we should behave when our backs are against the wall. I know somebody wanted to know how they should behave when their backs are against the wall. You know, we've been talking about it over and over again. What do you do when your back is against the wall? So let me ask you another question or two. How do you focus on God? How do you focus on God? Do you just go off in a corner somewhere? Or do you read his word uh, continually? What do you do when your back is against the wall? Well, verse number 20 tells us these words. It says, believe in the Lord your God, and you shall be established. So that's the first thing. We've got to believe that God is who he is, that God will bless us that God will hear our prayer, that God will do something on behalf of his children. We got to know that he is the one who is there waiting to hear our prayer. We got to know that we know that we know that we know that God is our blessing point and that God is everything that we need. So when we focus on God and we believe in God, then we will be established. That means we're going to get the victory. I hope somebody heard that. We'll, we'll get the victory. We'll get the backs off, uh, uh, off the wall. We'll, we'll, we will know because uh, everything that had happened to us that was good, God did it. God did it. And so verse 20 continues by saying, believe his prophets. Believe his prophets. And guess what? You shall prosper. And that's what this story has been all about. How these children of Israel profited off of just calling on the name of God and saying, Lord, we are backed up against the wall. They fasted, they prayed, they kneeled down, and they praised, and they worshiped. And because of that, they prospered. So that reinforces and reiterates and reconfirms the words which tell us that God is the source of our lives. 
who can pull our backs from against the wall. I hope you're hearing me uh, right now. I hope you have understood right now that God is a powerful being. And if we but serve him, if we but trust him, everything is going to be all right. I can tell you that from a surety. I can tell you that from experience. Now, Pastor, I'm going to preach a little more to you about what this text is saying today. Amen. Thank you, Pastor Key, for hallelujah, telling us all about what we need to do. But now I'm going to step into the picture for a moment or two so that we may further examine the text in this third part of our series because we want you to take a real good look at what happened next because I believe that what you will see is the very hand of God moving in ways that are mind-blowing, eye-popping, and jaw-dropping. Yeah. Oh, Pastor, Pastor Charles Stanley, he summarizes it for us, this whole expression about God's authority in this situation he says, Lord, you are the one who gave us this land. That's right. That's right. That's, yeah. that's how they saw it. That's how the Israelites saw it. They said, Lord, you are the one who allowed your people to dwell in it and to build a sanctuary in it. Do you see, yeah. Do yeah. You see how they're lining this whole thing up back to God? They said, you are the one who said that we are to cry out to you in our affliction and that you would hear us and you would come to our rescue. Yeah. Oh, I love it. I love it. I love it. He, he says, Lord, you are the one who told us to spare these enemy people when we first came to occupy this land. And you, Lord, are the only one capable of judging these enemies who continue to rise up against us. Yeah. He said, in the, in, in the grand scheme of things, Lord, we don't have any power, and God, we don't really have a plan. Yeah. Oh, 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 have you ever been in a spot in life where you felt powerless, uh, and you felt like you didn't have a plan, you didn't know which way to go, that you stood in a fork in the road, it could have gone right, it could have gone left, you could have gone straight, and you didn't know which way to go. Uh -huh. But what, what Dr. Stanley says is that Jehoshaphat concluded his prayer by admitting uh, through all of this, uh, yeah. even with our backs against the wall, our eyes are still fixed on you. Yes. In effect, Jehoshaphat was saying, Lord, if you don't exercise your authority in this matter, if you don't show up in this very moment, uh, we really are doomed. Yeah. Oh, I know that doesn't sound like a good Christian word. We don't like to use those words, but can I just tell you, if we are true about it, we will come to understand that thing about impending doom. Uh, we all have a story about impending doom. Uh, that time when you were kind of standing there waiting for the other shoe to fall. Uh-huh. Uh -huh. When you had those thoughts in your mind that something awful was about to take place in your life. It's that feeling where you think the worst is about to happen. You are about to get a pink slip 
from your job. Or maybe the doctor came in with a bad report. Or maybe you got a call from law enforcement saying they had one of your offspring down in custody. Whatever it was, it gave you that feeling when your heart began to race. You know, there's always a physical response to impending doom. And your heart begins to pick up. The sweat becomes to become begins to pour profusely. Your mind gets very clouded and clouded with these thoughts. And they are quite clear, just jumbled up in confusion. And nothing really makes sense because your back is against the wall. I just want to ask a question. Have you ever been in such a predicament? I can tell you that Pastor Keith and I can both raise our hands and say, yes, we have. But I'm going to give you a few a few points uh, uh, before I sit down. Um, I hope I'm helping somebody this morning. Uh, you see, the first point is going to come from verses 22 through 24. And our first point is this, that the actions of God are always perfect. Yes, oh, yes, I love yes. it. I love it. I love it when we can tell you about how perfect our God is. Uh, you know, this, 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 uh, this might sound like a misprint in the Bible uh, that when Jehoshaphat and his army, when they went out to meet the armies of Ammon and Moab and Mount Seir, uh, the Bible says that the, that the appointed singers and musicians uh, went out first. Uh, uh -huh. uh, hold up, hold it just a minute. Yeah. Uh, what do you mean the singers uh, and the musicians went out First, I'm out of my mind, Pastor Keith. I'm saying that this is not a picture of how we normally see war. I'm right this morning. The battlefield, come on, saints, is not normally the place where we see praise and worship. I know I'm saying something this morning, but the writing of the chronicler always puts a high priority on worship. And war and issues and problems and ugly circumstances did not change the priority, and neither should it change ours. Oh, 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 I believe, I believe I'm telling you all something this morning. I, I know, I know, I know, I get it, I get it. Sounds unorthodox. <laughs> it sounds a bit radical, but sometimes, I want y'all to write this down, you got to praise your way out. Yeah. Oh, God, I believe that's what the text is trying to teach us this yes, morning. Sir. And then you better get these words to Brian Poppin's song, who said, I've been to the fire, yeah. but I got out. Anybody ever heard that? I've been through the fire, yeah. but I got out. Yeah. No matter what you're going through, yeah. he will make a way for yeah. you, and soon you're going to say, I got out. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know, I know. I know, I know you can feel the chains uh, loosening up now. You feel like you can move from off of that wall just a little bit. But, but can I help somebody? I want to, let me, let me teach uh, just for a minute here. Because uh, I want you to really see what is happening in the checks. Y you see, what they were in was called a holy war. 
Anybody ever heard of a holy war? Yeah, 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 yeah. We, we hear about these holy wars. Sometimes we hear it on television uh, when we're watching the evening news sometimes and they cover world events and they'll uh, bring up a term called holy war. And, and a holy war is, is really when a group of people that have some type of a, a religious uh, affiliation uh, they, 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 they say that they are fighting uh, on behalf of God. Yeah, yeah. And so they believe that when they go against their enemy, that they are fighting uh, uh, for God. Uh, but I want to help you to understand something a little bit better. Uh, it's, 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 it's not the same kind of war that we see on television or hear about on the evening news, uh, but 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 this war that 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 that, that your host of fact was in uh, what was a war where where the people didn't fight for God, uh, but God fought for his people. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. You see, that's the difference of, of a biblical holy war. Uh, and you see, but the people uh, had to be standing on Church Street. Uh, yeah. Oh yeah, they did. Uh, and believe you me, uh, God is a rewarder when you trust him. I, I know it for myself. I've seen it over and over again. You see, in a holy war like this, can I just tell you something else? Victory doesn't depend on weapons, but victory depends on your obedience. Oh, that's a mouthful right there, right there. You see, when our backs are against the wall from the beginning, when from the beginning, when Jehoshaphat and the Israelites' backs were against the wall, the first thing they did was turn their attention to the God of their salvation. So, so, so when the day came when they were ready to go in the battle, when the day came that they were going to march on, you see that the praise team was out in front and in the midst of the singing, Pastor Keith, yeah. in the midst of the shouting and in the midst of the marching to battle, the Lord was fighting the battle for them. Yeah. Oh, yeah. for in the midst of all of this, the Lord set ambushes against all of those uh, who had come against them. Uh, yeah. I just want to stick a pin right there yeah. and let somebody know and understand yeah. that the Lord will fight those uh, who fight against you. Uh, I've seen it for myself. Yeah. I've seen times uh, Pastor Keith told you about the story about how they discriminated against us uh, and when we were trying to get the land um, some years ago uh, but then we stood still um, and we didn't say a word uh, and God stepped in uh, with a divine intervention uh, and turned it for our good uh, I'm telling you what I know uh, not just what I heard uh, oh but can I tell you can I tell you yeah. in the midst of this battle uh, when the praise team went out in front uh, and they had the tambourines uh, and they began to sing uh, nearer my God to thee. Oh, I can hear them uh, marching on to victory. They say, I got the B, I, C, D, O, R, Y, I. I know I can hear them. I can hear them minister's Oh, but they got them. They were defeated. They defeated. 
and they were all defeated. Uh, yes, yes, yes. The Bible records uh, that all of them uh, who came against God's children um, were killed and destroyed. Um, yeah. How? 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 Uh, because they began fighting each other. Uh, oh, you all know that must look real crazy. Yeah. Hallelujah. <laughs> You come out there to fight somebody and they start fighting each other. Oh, but somebody said, won't he do it? Won't he do it? Won't he do it? The Bible says that there were dead bodies all laying all over the place. Nobody on the opposing side had escaped the power of God and they all died. Second thing I'm going to tell you, I'm almost out of your way. Second thing is trusting God brings blessings in abundance. Verse yes. number 25 in our text shows us Jehoshaphat trusted in the divine king for a supernatural deliverance. <laughs> Who are we talking to this morning? Somebody is standing with their back against the wall uh, and you are in uh, you are waiting for a divine deliverance. Uh, yeah. Oh, and deliver God did. Uh, so when Jehoshaphat came uh, to take the valuables from the enemy, uh, you know, there's always the spoil, the, the plunder after the battle. Uh, yeah. And they dead, dead bodies just laying there. Uh, the Bible says there were all kinds of precious jewels uh, and that they could have and take for themselves. Uh, and there was so much, uh, such an abundance uh, that it took them three days to collect it. Uh, can we just tell you, people of God, when God is in it, uh, yeah. oh, no doubt in our minds you can win it. Uh, and yeah. hold on because you will win it. Uh, like he sent it, uh, and that is in abundance. Uh, my third point is this, that his praise uh, must continually be in our mouths. Uh, verses 27 through 30, uh, they remind us that after the battle, uh, that they didn't have to fight, uh, that they didn't have to lift a finger. All they had to do was go trusting and believing. Uh, all they had to do was go singing and shouting. Uh, and then they could come back home rejoicing in what the Lord had done. Yeah. Oh, I bet you, God, that was a sight to behold. Can you imagine, hallelujah, that the troops are on their way back talking to one another, saying, oh, my God, did you see how the Lord showed up? Do you see how he fought for us? Yeah. Do you see what he did in our midst? You see, all of that helped the believers uh, out of them uh, mm -hmm. and the unbelievers uh, they too can get uh, that they can believe uh, oh I'm glad about it this morning uh, I want you all to know uh, that's the key want you all to know that there are many lessons uh, mm -hmm. in this story uh, that we can use on our own journeys uh, mm -hmm. the journey of trusting God uh, the journey of obeying God uh, and focusing on the Lord are but a few, but there is, there is another lesson that we can get from the story, and that is, there's power in our praise, oh yeah, 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 so the Bible tells us that they played their hearts and their trumpets in Jerusalem, rejoicing the name of the Lord, and then, and then, and then my fourth and final point, 
area that I just talked about. We're going to suggest strongly that you get to know him for yourself. Pastor Keith and I can stand here and preach until we are blue in the face. We can stand here and talk to you until, as they say, the cows come home. But until you know him, have a relationship with him. See, that, that, that's what Jehoshaphat stood for. It was about his relationship with his God. And so when things got topsy-turvy, when he was backed into a corner, he just heard a call. How about you this Do you know who to call on? Do you know whose name to lift up in the midnight hour? Oh, I bet you do. I bet you do. Give your battles over to the Lord. Watch him work miracles in your situations. Yes, yes, yes. Watch him do that. Give him glory, honor, and praise.